Hey, Jason here. In the last three videos, we talked about um, value investing, intelligent investing, growth investing. All these are pretty much the same thing, um, just with slightly different tweaks here and there. Uh, today, we're talking about something completely different, speculations. Um, speculative investing, in my opinion, involves assets you can't value, assets that rise or fall based off mostly emotion, um, assets that are more that you can't necessarily know as much about um, because of their nature, other people controlling them, and they're kind of uh, assets like, um, in my opinion, gold and silver. Um, paintings would fall into this range. Sports teams would fall into this range. Uh, crypto. Uh, baseball cards back in the day, stamps back in the day, anything that doesn't kind of produce cash flow, um, you can't value, a lot of emotion involved. These are mostly, in my opinion, speculative investments. Um, I don't have a problem with people investing in these kind of investments at all, whatsoever. It doesn't bother me. What, what bothers me is people saying these are long-term investments that are ultra safe. Um, there's no risk in any of these because the momentum or whatever the kind of emotion is of the day is going to keep going. These are going to change the world or um, these are going to always rise in value because in the past they've always risen in value. If you hear things like that, it's most likely a speculation. Um, having said that, again, I don't have any problem with people investing in these assets. Um, I'll talk about Bitcoin and crypto in another video, but I'll, so I'll just keep my thoughts to the paintings and gold and silver. Actually, I'll talk about gold and silver in another video too, so I'll keep it to like uh, paintings and sports teams and stamps and baseball cards in this video. Um, back in the day, especially with baseball cards, I used to, me and my brother and friends used to collect baseball cards. And then eBay came around. All we had it was called Beckett, where you check the value, the value of your baseball, football, basketball cards, whatever we were collecting at the time. That was kind of the proxy for value. And then eBay came around, and we found out that they were releasing more cards than we thought were originally out there. So the value of our, the value of our baseball card and football card and basketball card collections dropped like a rock pretty much like that um, tulipomania back in the day um, was a huge speculation and in tulips in the Netherlands uh, there's a great book about it I read it uh, several years ago um, people were buying tulips because they were rare essentially they were buying them um, different colors and certain colors were worth more others were worth less uh, and that led to a huge bubble in the tulip market uh, that was purely based on emotion. Um, paintings is another example. Uh, let's say the uh, you have a Picasso and you buy it for one price and then you expect to sell it. You hold it for 5, 10 years, whatever the time period is, you expect to sell it for this price. That is speculation, but it's also something you there it brings you value you like looking at it um makes your decor in your house look good whatever the reason you just like having it um sports teams are another one that i would deem as a 
speculation, although they're, they're a little bit different because you can get a somewhat decent value of them based on the amount of money and revenue they produce. But they're also like uh, these other assets I'm talking about are in what is called the uh, the greater sucker theory, I think is what Warren Buffett called it. You buy at one price and you hope another sucker buys at an even higher price so you can make a profit. If that and sports or sports teams fall into that arena, except you, again, you could, there's a slight difference because you can affect the value of the team by increasing revenue, uh, building more amenities, building a new stadium, stuff like that. So that's slightly different. Um, but again, and then gold and silver, um, gold and silver, there's no way to value it. The generally a lot. I know some people will say there is. Um, in my opinion, there is not a true proxy of value because it doesn't produce any cash flow or profits. It just sits there. And again, that's fine. Um, I'm fine with people putting their money in these assets. But again, the problem I have is when it comes to people, um, especially with the Bitcoin and kind of crypto craze a month or so ago, is hold these forever. They're going to change the world. And they might. I, I'm not saying they won't. But if you can't value them, you don't actually hold the hard asset. You can't control the hard asset. Um, there's a lot of emotion involved. It's most generally a speculation, and you need to be more wary. There's not um, of value investing or growth investing because there's not a margin of safety. Um, you can't value the asset. You don't know what price it should be worth and what price you should pay for it or underneath it. Um, so that those are my definitions of speculation, speculative investments.